0: everywhere this is beer occasion episode five from the not for 30 podcasting network where we go from here Aaron Chalupa enlightens myself and John DeNoir on the wonderful experience of home brewing and what you should know before you guys get started on it some ins and outs tricks of the trade and all that great stuff if you guys en- are enjoying the track underneath this is Jesse Stewart's song cold beer find it on iTunes and Spotify also check him out on YouTube Jesse Stewart Stewart spell s-t-e-w-a-r-t Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are enjoying the summer. Listen, when it's hot outside, reach for a beautiful, slightly cold craft brew. If you guys need to know a good one, go check out Orton Now Brewers in Milton. They've got lots of great stuff there. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Everything's going. We're so, so happy. Come reach out at us at NA30Podcast on Twitter, NA30Podcast at gmail.com, and on Facebook. Not after 30 podcast. See you guys. Be great. Be great to everybody else. Enjoy the summer. Love you. Talk to you soon.
1: Um. Shit.
0: It's a little off,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, try your phone. Okay. Aaron? Yep. Yeah. You'll call. Um, I, I'm going to call you in two seconds, okay? Okay, we're going to hang
0: up right now. I'm just trying off my phone. Counts. Damn sir, Underwood. Oh, but well, I don't
1: want FaceTime, I just want audio. Mm, 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 my name is John.
2: Back got my name. My beat is off.
0: You there? Alright,
2: one more time. Check, check, like, check. Sounds a little bit better on yours.
0: Yeah, I think so. I don't have a lot of juice on there. But don't worry, I got a I got a power core, too. You got one there? Okay, sweet. Man, this is one wonky intro. extend a two-meter one. Ooh. See, as soon as you plug it in... Oh, she's not there. All right. Let's hear it again one more time. I think I, as good as it's going to get. Oh, I felt great in my ears. Thank you, John. I'm sorry. I heard that one, too. <laughs> you have not heard that one. Yeah. I heard it. It was like a bug. Okay. John, would you like to pour yourself some beer? I will. I will have to pour myself some beer.
2: Some of that, not scuzzy wood.
0: Yeah, it's not actually scuzzy wood. I fucked up on the name. And it might be somewhat warm. But feel free to put your hands in my water and grab a little bit of ice. Oh, it's okay. Is it really warm? It's a little warm. All right.
2: But I refuse to put ice in my beer.
0: Well, (laughs) I'm not. Okay, guys ready to do this? Ready Ready Okay Oh, Oh, the fun time is in Jasper Alright Alright
2: Yeah, I'm still going in August
0: You're going to Jasper in August?
2: Yes, in August, wedding We've been talking about this multiple times Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're right, you're right Nathan, Nathan Deere and his sister and your dad Amanda, well Amanda's his sister and not his dad I'm coming to see you guys. Well, Amanda, you live in Toronto, yep. so if you listen, I can come see you anytime. You got my number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, is this beer episode five? I believe so. Yes. Beer-cation! Beer-cation! With John Anthony and the beer guru, Aaron Chalupa.
1: Meow,
0: that's the theme song right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, now my good. vocal cords are all fucked up.
2: Now before we start, I got a couple questions. You've been listening to the podcast, right?
3: Um, I've listened to everything up to hip
0: hop. Up to oh my, my god. god, that was I like a the the lifetime deep ago. One, the most recent one I haven't heard. You can skip those. Um, they got enough listening. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, mate, AC, you so far behind, bro. You can't hit on the going deep.
3: I, I haven't. Like, you know what? I tried to. I saved them up when I do a road trip and I listen to them all when I drive out into then I'm all caught up again.
0: Okay, so okay. you said the last one you listened to was hip-hop, all right, so you're missing Cat o- um, And then
3: all, I, I listened to uh,
0: Birrication 4 as well. Number 4, okay. So you're missing uh, street artist Cattle Grady, you're missing the Blue Jay edition number 3, Growing Up D-Fan. Uh, number three. I don't. I don't. I don't really listen
3: to the Blue Jays all that much unless you're talking about hockey. I just don't like baseball. So. <laughs> all right. Um, I also missed growing up. to friend Number two. Yeah. But um, that first one. Fuck! I laughed my ass off. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. D- d- there's uh, number three. That that's a, that's uh, up. Then going deep episode four, which is uh, John and Jesse's first solo prod pro uh, recording. Yeah. Um, without you, without me, yeah, just them on on their own, just giving each other hand jobs the oh whole my time. Yeah, yeah, all your, yeah. I'll tell you my favorite my favorite recording in June so far. You know, maybe this might take it, but um, episode thirty one, the Bro Down Two, the Great Catastrophe. That, that currently is my favorite favorite <laughs> one in all of June. So, and then, and then. Which sh- one that? The catastrophe. Uh, Bro Down Two, the Great Catastrophe. Catastrophe uh, Catastrophe yeah, Catastrophe And then I also like You know what If you listen to anything Today or tomorrow Or tomorrow or the day after Listen to Going Deep State of the Union Because John Does a beautiful Or John and Jesse Do a beautiful Theme song on that I'm just saying It might take uh It might give it A little bit of a run For it's money I'm going for that Record ah. deal <laughs> Go
2: and go get, get, get young money. I don't want young money, man. I want that good music.
0: I want that Kanye,
2: yeah. that Kanye contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. We should probably get to business, right? We should. Three minutes in, not including. It's I, too long. I might have rambled for like 15 minutes on the intro, so. Mm. AC, it's so good to have you back on the Piz Kids. Uh, the people have been asking when is Bureaucation Episode four, 5 being played? Today is the day, the first day of the solace Yeah, but Going Deep's catching up Yeah, Going Deep is catching up
3: sol, sol, solstice. solstice
0: Yes, it's a
2: summer solstice It's actually yes. the longest day of the year That's right And Strawberry the moon. first time in over 70 years Where it's a summer solstice and a full moon The next one will be out in uh, 2093, I believe it is so Did you look at the moon when you were drive over? I was trying to find it, but they were so cloudy and I got rained on almost crashed yeah. my car. I, I saw a little bit of it. I wasn't that impressed. You know what? It's the first one in like 90 years. Yeah, I know. Just I know. be happy you 70 years, yeah. 70 years, 90 years, whatever. I'll be around for the next one. I'm not
0: worried. Okay. Be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be crying. I'll, cry, I'll be frozen. I'll be 103. <laughs> almost 104, though. I'm not thinking about how many podcasts will they do on my own? <laughs> Yeah. I'll be living with 28 year olds because I'll find <laughs> new roommates. <laughs> All right. Um, this episode of Beercation, as everything, is brought to you by your good craft brewers around, and of course, our favorite around, Orange Snell Brewers, uh, who John and I are sipping on today. We are sipping on the once known as Scuzzy Wood, which is not the right name for it. It's Cinzy Buckwood, which is the actual name for it. I messed it up. Where the hell do you scuzzy from, sinzi You know what? I couldn't remember what it was called. And, and the way that they spell it, it's S-I-N-Z-I. B-U-K-W-O-O-D. You... SCSI word sounds fine, too, right? right? Yeah. And if your language hilarious, too. Your line was like what'd you, what'd you say Something like That sounds like a gay porn Or something like that What'd you, <laughs> yeah. what'd you say <laughs> right, Oh no no You said it, it sounded like A file of dick pics <laughs> Yes <scuzzy wood>. <laughs> <laughs> sounds more like Some kind of like 70s Like uh, bad
3: guy
0: In the movie Oh good call <laughs> yeah. yeah There's our goddamn Scuzzy wood This is Okay um, so AC a- maybe you can Help us out on this Because it's um, It's a tree ale Does that make sense tree ale. Yeah, I see uh, if I can look, look it up. It's not a true ale? No, fuck you. I can I can read that much of it. <laughs> I'm choking. Over here. Um unless unless they're getting
3: something
2: from like uh, trees like uh, spruce tips or um, some kind of bark or something like that. I have no idea. From the scuzzy tree. I I if I can,
0: if can find on website. Sissy wood beer. Goes down your throat. No, it's not on there. Um, so I, I, was under the impression I might. I'll, I'll see if I can, if I can get them to clarify for me. But I think it said it was a it is an apple tree ale with local maple syrup. Cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's a, it's a light beer, light, light in color, light in taste, with us the smallest little hint of maple. But I, I really feel like it is the absolute most ideal. Summer ale You can ask for I
3: was going to say It sounds like a really good Summer beer uh, Summer beer Goes down really easily Somewhat sweet Probably a little bit of Tartness eh?
0: Uh not
2: really It's quite smooth it Might be tart
3: <laughs> No no, no sour flavor Or anything like that From the apples It's just uh, That's probably Where they use the maple syrup Then it gives a nice
2: little Sweet amount of flavor Probably I'm a fan right, Well what's new What's What's new in the In
0: the You know Up north Do you have any fires You're fighting <sighs>
3: Dude, I haven't fought uh, a fire in over a month. Um, it's been, it's, we had a lot of buildup, so we got really hot, got really dry, and then it just got rainy, and it just rained for a while. And then we went on days off, came back, then we get, then I got, uh, when I came back from days off, I, well, I went on days off, went down to Banff, um, performance in the park, got to see Hey Rosetta, The Bahamas, Shad, man, it was a great show. Very very impressed. Nice. Um, yeah, just a lot of camping. And then it was just crap weather the whole time. Came back up north to high level. Um, still raining. Then I got uh, base transferred to Rainbow Lake. So it's close to the BC border, but still just as north as high level. And yeah, we got, so I think, somewhere around like 100 mils of rain in the course of two days. Wait, did also you have. put a dampener on me? Did you work, did you work on the fires at in Fort McMurray? No, 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 I wasn't on any of those fires. Um, what I do is initial attack. So um, we're kind of like the first responders to a fire. So there's only four of us in the crew and we have lighter gear, um, opposed to say like a 20-man crew that could carry a lot of pumps and they have a bigger helicopter to carry them okay. or a rappel crew or uh, a fire attack crew. Okay. So, Though those guys have bigger helicopters than us, like we only have a really small. Think of it, think of our helicopters like the Toyota Prius. (laughs) And we can only fit like four guys and like a couple pumps and like, you know, Pulaski's and things like that and some hose. uh, Where a 20 man pack could like go in like one of those helicopters, like Vietnam that you see. The Blackhawks? Loaded up with pumps and hose lengths and stuff like that. So they can can really work on those campaign fires. So um, we're not really needed on those really big fires. we're, we're more specialized in attacking new fires, so anything that's like you know that just starts off, and they get a, a smoke detection from a 310 fire call. So that's just a, a public line for people to call in uh, Alberta, nice or um, nice. like a like a lookout ta- lookout tower. So you know those like fire lookout towers that they have random places. If they see one, they call it in, um, and then we they get us coordinates and so we go find it and then we'll fight it as soon as we can. And then if we need more resources, we'll call them. The, the air tankers to do drops um whatever you know like uh another uh, fire crew or uh helicopters or anything like that like we'll we'll call them in and then eventually if we can't take care of it they usually pull us off and they'll have us go back to Man up, where we just wait for another fire call. We're just we're the initial guys. We get everything set up, and then once people come over to take it over, we usually pass it over to them if it's right. it out of
2: our hands. Sweet. All right. Before uh, we get too far into our own episode, a new mm-hmm. another episode of fighting fires. We are in Chalupa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Let's, guys, sorry, let's so go back things. to your
0: uh, growing uh, beards and fighting, fighting fires. fires. Yeah. So you have a large history in home brewing. Wait. 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 I do. Wait. 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 John, I'm so sorry to cut you off. I don't want to do this, but. AC, what are you drinking?
3: Um, you know what? Uh, really, really hard to find really good beer in Rainbow Lake. There's only three liquor stores. The town is about 800 people. It's mainly a rigged town, so oil rigs and whatnot. Um, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, the liquor store that I got the beer from is called the, the Swiggin' Rig or the Rig Swig or something like that. I'll, show, I'll send you the picture on, on Facebook there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll put it on the page. So this is... Stoke Brewing Company from New Zealand, and it is amber, so it's a big malt Kiwi ale. It's four and a half percent. It's from Nelson, New Zealand, which I've been through. They didn't have the brewery at the time, so I didn't tour it. Um, but yeah, it's actually I've had it before. I was actually at a beer show and I got to try it out there, and it's really good. Um, so yeah, so I'm sitting those back. <laughs> There's actually another liquor store in town. Very sad. Uh, they have only five different beers available. Coqueney. Budweiser, Coors Light, Hillsner, and uh, Labatt's Blue. That's I'm all saying, you need, brother. So
0: <laughs> it's, a
3: yeah, it's a very busy beer store. I was mortified. I just like went in and just like walked out backwards. You know, it's just like...
0: Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. drink rubbing alcohol.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the Twilight Zone music just going... Like, <laughs> it's
0: like, I need to get out of here. I can't breathe. Panic attack. All right, Johnny. Yo, start us off. All right, so we're gonna do this episode
2: here is all about Homebrews Yeah. Aaron started out brewing nice. beers at home with his dad. Correct. That is correct. In the family bathtub.
3: Really that we're talking about homebrews because uh, you know Father's Day just oh, happened. Yeah. And yeah, whenever Father's Day happens, I always call my dad and thank him for introducing me to beer. So.
2: Oh, I gotta make a cheers because I did this. To go with. All the time.
3: Yeah, let's
2: do a cheers, guys. Uh, happy non-Father's Day to all the guys who did not get a girl knocked up this year. That's right. The condoms everywhere. Yeah, And cheers. pulling out. to all the lovely fathers out there. Happy Father's so Day to you guys, to too. Exactly. We <laughs> cheers you, just, you know, in spirit.
3: <laughs>
2: all right. So yeah,
3: totally.
2: Other than using but your uh, local... Uh, your... Your blender, your high top part of your toilet—forget that called going into your bathtub. How do you set up a home brew? Yes, that's the only way I know. Sink, does it have to be in your back bathtub? of the toilet to the bathtub? Is how I do this. That's
3: that's the person's special That's moonshine. Oh man, yeah. Let's get into the, the fun times. Um, so yeah, so there's all kinds of things you can go for. Uh, first and foremost, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a you know an Anthony quote right here. First and foremost.
0: Do I say uh, that a lot?
3: I would <laughs> hate you. That's, that's definitely a I case.
0: Add that to the drinking games. <laughs> First and <in> foremost. <laughs>
3: we'll I do I have, to, I have to. We'll have to. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, if you have a brewery near you, go check it out. Talk to those guys. They'll give you tons of tips. And maybe they'll have some old equipment they can um, either sell you or give you. Or they can uh, take orders. They have an order catalog. Maybe you could be able to order some stuff for them. <laughs> or we've done this before at the Jasper Brewing Company, um, ask them if you can come in sometime. You know, it's always cool. Like I, unless we were really swamped and busy, we were always game to have a fellow staff member or, um, you know, just anybody just come down and they could do a home brew or an actual brew and they could come watch if they wanted, like just as long as they were kind of not that sketchy, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, the Brewers, the local breweries, awesome. Uh, definitely talk, talk to them, check them out. Um, I know for Edmonton, there's a craft brewers association that you can find on, on Facebook. I'm sure there's other cities that have that as well. And um, just look, go online. Uh, YouTube's a big one. Uh, you can find uh, homebrew books. I have one, I got one for my birthday. Um, two guys that went to Niagara Brewing College wrote this and it's actually really simple. Um, doesn't really use too much science words in it. And if they do, they kind of explain it. And it's awesome. Like. Just sure. check it out. Do your research, uh, but we'll we'll cover it here. What what's um, what's a book called? What's that? What, my, my, my book. My book is called uh, How to Make Your Own Brewskies. <laughs> the go-to guide for craft brewer enthusiasts. Yes, you can. So, not too bad at all. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So, things that you're going to need for sure. Um, if you're so, step one if you're a brand new brewer if you're getting started on home brewing, uh you've never done any brewing uh, before do kits buy yourself a malt extract kit it'll come with yeast it might come with a bit of hops um but that's the easier way so it's just really concentrated um, malt and kind of brewed thing so like uh, john you know the, the work that we make yes um, i kind of like it, that we use with the brewer's breakfast so brewer's breakfast minus the scotch um it would just be really really concentrated that and so it's like a really thick syrup um and then what you do is you pour it into uh, your bucket what you choose would get into that and then you just dilute it uh, with water uh, however much water you, you plan on your batch being the size of uh, i think with a the standard kit, it would be about 25 liters of water so you stir that up you add some hops to it later on and then you're good to go opposed to um, an all grain brew where you would need to get some malt uh, from grains that you would go with so whether it was rye grain or barley or what have you you would you know that's a little bit trickier and then if you want to get the grain milled prior that's a big thing as well Um, or you're going to have to buy your own mill which are uh, your own mills uh, or mill uh, which are quite expensive so uh, that's just touching the base on the two different styles of doing uh, a homebrew. Uh, do you guys have any questions? Have, uh, this is to me, this is going to be like kind of
0: a, a solo, just me talking kind of thing. So pipe in whenever you guys want to. Yeah, of course. Well, so is would is there any type of kit that you would recommend, or is there a type of brand that would work really well? Is there like a go-to brand when it comes to making kits? A well-known brand. Oh. Uh, well-known brand. Uh, um, so, like, you guys have all had
2: um, uh, Cooper's beer from Australia, correct? Like, the sparkling ale, it's a red ale It's got a big barrel on the front No I'm not gonna lie, no, no? Unless, unless oh, you, you made, made me drink, 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 drink it I've, it. I've never, never had it before in my life to get. So, do uh, I, Would they sell those at the at the liquor store? No, I don't think they'll sell the LCBO uh, But they're probably uh, I know, like, Niagara Region has a lot of places Where they have home brews And they have even, like, wine-making places Which times you can probably find a lot of the things like the little alcohol thing finder things what are they called? Chalupa? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's all good we'll, we'll get back um, into
3: you, it you Bruce? You brewers? H-
2: hydrometers or whatever the, the testing the well, alcohol level I
3: think if you go to if you go to a brewery store you know like, a, like um, any, anywhere like this is the thing too there's home brewing stores there's home brewing and there's uh, home winemaking and usually they'll hold the same stuff there it's such a small market for one alcohol that they'll have both of the the alcohols there so um, and you can use a lot of the equipment that you use for brewing for wine making and vice versa um i I, most of the time when i buy kits or brewing equipment they'd be like a drugstore or a grocery store so those are your the best options there um i'm not sure how it is in ontario with uh, your guys's brewing laws but i'm pretty sure home brewing is actually Pretty popular over there, so I imagine you could find it at like your old grocery
2: store or um, drugstore or something like that. Maybe, maybe. When I think about homebrew, I think about a pot and uh, a lot of trips to home hardware. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you would, you would, and hard, home hardware, Canadian Tire, they might have some stuff too. Um, it's not too popular here in northern Alberta. Um, a funny story,
2: anywhere uh, sure, should be popular there. Pardon me? <laughs> anywhere it should be popular
1: there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to La Crete, and La Crete is a Mennonite community. Um, Hi, chicks. Here. If you don't know what Mennonites Great. are, they're a very very uh, Christian
2: uh, group of people. and They don't
3: shave. From the, or believe uh, in Dutch German, Russian <laughs> area. Anyway, they don't know how to drink alcohol, but that's where I bought these beer kits. And I thought it was hilarious. There's no liquor store in the town, uh, but they had these beer kits at the co-op so i picked them up there i thought it was hilarious like you couldn't find them in high level you couldn't find them in four for million you had to go to this one town and i thought it was just hilarious how they had these home brewing stuff so anyway uh, yeah i was able to buy it at a
0: co-op so okay get it your, oh, sorry at a grocery store anyway right. moving on all right moving on so you said step one was uh buy a kit and then you you recommended cooper's kit as maybe the best best one out there or the, or the one that you at least you rely on
3: that's, that's the one I know the most um, I haven't brewed it from a kit in a long time so you have to forgive me, forgive me I might be out of the times with that stuff, so. um, but have, you'll be able to find a kit
2: is there, uh, Cooper's is the one I know of so you should be able to find that in a lot of places is there a website that we can all reference to? oh good, yeah
3: um, just gonna not, I can't think of anything on, off the top of my head um, maybe, we'll, if see anything, there's a Cooper's I'll just website just on Google and just look it up if you can Um, just be like beer kits you know like I'm sure Amazon would have some for sale or um, you'll be able to go off of some you know uh, some store you'll be able to buy it off of and a lot of places have recipes too so if you go all green it's pretty easy to find recipes like there's usually recipes already in the beer books you buy uh, or the homebrew books you buy Uh, you can go Taps Magazine which is the beer magazine for Canada Um, all kinds of stuff
2: okay I found a website here, uh,
3: homebrewsupplies.ca. Recipe, you can always message
0: me, and I can give you a recipe as well. Yeah. DIY D- Beer, DoItYourselfBeer.com is inc- I think it's sponsored by Coopers, and it's an incredible website. I'm looking at it right now. It's got a little bit of everything. It's it's quite. I, I'll I'll we'll, we'll set up some links for everybody. On it.
2: I also found another one here, homebrewsupplies.ca. Um, they seem to have a lot of Cooper's Australian Pale Oils, Cooper's Australian Stout, Cooper's Brew Enhancer 1. What, what the hell is an enhancer? Enhancer 2. It sounds like penis pumps.
1: Hmm.
2: Like <laughs> nice. you've done your first nice. Cooper's uh, Enhancer, you do your second stage.
3: I would, I would recommend for uh, somebody who's just starting uh, to do a more simple style. So maybe like your basic um, American lager, Canadian lager. Or a blonde ale, or golden ale, or something like that. Yeah. Like nothing that's too hoppy or too crazy. And then over time, get a little bit more, you know, creative with it and everything. And like we'll go through some steps on how you can make um, beers right. a little bit more uh, your own. What I should have done is we should have got my buddy, um, also one of my fellow firefighters, um, Scott Brewer. His last name is
0: Brewer. Funny no uh, he way! Home, he does a lot of homebrewing with his brother in Edmonton, and they've made some really, really, really good uh, homebrew beers. Nice! And they're they're a really big Wu
3: Tang fan. The fans, so a lot of their beers are Wu Tang style. So they call it Brew Tang. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. So uh, they they have a lot of fun with it. I'm more of the industry side of brewing now. But uh, all
2: right, well let's let's get, let's, let's get back on fo- on track in the. Let's, let's get to step two. Work. Let's get this. Let's get, to, let's get to Yeah, work.
3: yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. So starting out. Um, so yeah. So with it all depends with what your what, what beer you're gonna be brewing. If you go for a home brewing, if you're one the extract or the old grain. Uh, but what you're gonna be doing for sure is using water. So for water, you're gonna be worried about chlorine. The amount of chlorine that's gonna go in because that might affect your yeast. Um, so. Uh, what I would recommend is getting some Camden tablets. Um, it, you know that that brings out uh, the, the, uh, brings down the, the amount of chlorine in your water.
0: Um. What's that? Sorry, was that? What, what, sorry, Aaron. What, what was that called? The, what? Kelvin uh, tablet. Camden. So C A
3: M P, like camp, and D E N. uh And then tablets. Um. Well, the water you're gonna get is either gonna be your tap water, so make sure your local water is good. Um, it's tough in northern Alberta; the water is treated a little bit um, too much, so sometimes it can be a bit more harsh for the yeast. It's not harmful to humans, but it can be a little bit harder to brew with. So just make sure, like wherever you are, if you have good tap water, you can always do that. You're gonna pour them anyway, so protect um, your
1: but
2: yeast. You can also
3: get like water in like the big like the cooler jugs, uh, like water cooler kind of shit. Um, those are really handy as well. Um, And they're already purified and a lot of crap treated and everything, so those those can be really good. Um, If you find a water that has you know added calcium or magnesium to it, that's always good because that helps your um, starch from the grain um, uh, turn into sugar for the yeast to eat. So that's really handy. And you can also use gypsum, uh, G Y P S U N, and that's a a
0: mineral you can add to it, and that's very great. Very gypsy? Gypsy tears, yeah. Gypsy tears. Yeah, yeah, it helps. Flavor. Gypsy so tears, yeah. Go,
2: if you're in England, go grab some gypsies and uh, make them cry.
0: If you know anybody that's Romanian or Albanian, definitely fuck them Alright, uh, gypsy, you got into my beer. Alright, so. so Come you gypos? What is step three?
3: step three okay so you got your water you got your with you have your malt extract or your grain um, you have your hops if you want to add hops some of those malt extracts already have the hop in it or the hop that and flavor. in um, flavor you already have your yeast packet you got to have your yeast so you could use liquid yeast you could have a yeast packet that comes with the malt extract can um, or you could just use some powdery yeast that you acquired from the kit or you have some Lay around. Um, so, basic kit stuff uh, we should talk about as well. Uh, you can go with a carboy. So, you have a glass carboy. Uh, the, the good thing about that is that they're pretty easy to clean, uh, but they're kind of heavy and they're made of glass. So, if you drop it, you're fucked. And because <laughs> it's really big and they're really heavy and they have a lot of glass to them. Um,
0: but and what's what's a purpose? What's what's her
3: purpose? The, the purpose of the carboy? Yeah. So that's going to be like your fermenter. Um, you know that's where you're going to have the beer, the, the final uh, beer product.
2: Anthony, yeah, did your dad ever there. make wine? No. No. Pardon me. We're not, Sorry, we're not those kind of Italians. Okay, but you, did you know those type of Italians that made wine? Yes. Do you ever go in the basement? And you see those like big glass jugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are carboys, right? Yeah,
0: All okay. right. yeah exactly. For all you guys who so don't mind now. No. Thank you, John. <laughs> Aaron thinks we're advanced beer makers. I only know how to drink beer. I don't know anything else. I know how to buy it and drink it. That's it. Scuzzy wood. Scuzzy wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: um, and yeah, also the glass carboys are quite expensive. So uh, if you're just starting out, I would recommend just going for a plastic bucket.
2: Someone actually uh, broke my carboy back in Jasper. You broke it? I didn't break it. Somebody broke it. Remember when I brewed that oh, cider? Geez. So that, oh, that plastic God. jug right there Yeah, this That'd be considered a carboy
0: Oh, and that's like a Could you not like go to any kind of Any kind of You could essentially store like And and, buy, and Wouldn't you put like sangria <laughs> in that? You could put sangria in that, totally Oh, by the way When are you going to bring over your sangria that you made? I gotta make some
2: more sangria Oh shit,
0: sure, you gotta make some more sangria <laughs> Motherfucker <laughs> Alright, so
2: we gotta I gotta make some sangria
0: Okay, so <laughs> alright, we are way off topic.
3: Yeah, alright,
2: back to back to basics.
3: Okay, uh, back to the basics. So, I would just recommend getting a plastic bucket. So, you have a lid with it, and you have your bucket. Um, with, with this uh, bucket, though, and there's different ones you can buy. You can just buy a very standard bucket, and it just looks like a, a bucket. Or you can buy <laughs> ones that you can get from online. <laughs> like really it's like it's like a baby killer you know those like five what are the five gallon ones yep. you just need a little bit bigger um but you have to cut out a hole at the top and put a bung in it so that's where the air would escape um that's the only modification you'd have to do really um but you can go for other things like you can get yourself um uh so, sorry um Yeah, you're pretty much going to want to bucket. it, but a lot of the homebrewing isn't improvised stuff, like uh, I know for homebrewing in Jasper, when uh, we'd have time between brewing, we would use a Gatorade cooler, that would be our mash tun, and our um, our sparge tank to hold the hot water, so we just modify it a little bit, so instead of just your typical, you know, Gatorade plastic tap, we would, we would actually put like a real metal spigot in there and then we can control the, the valve a little bit better. Um, and you can also use just a regular cooler. Um, so like it all depends on how you make your system. Uh, it's, it's unreal how creative beer drinkers and home brewers get uh, when they want to make beer. It's, it never, it's, it's never uh, stops. Amazing um so the size you're gonna, gonna want to go for is uh five gallon so 19 liter um yeah, so that'd be your mash ton you want to uh it's gonna, gonna be able to hold like 10 pounds of grain and uh and a significant amount of water so that's that's actually the, the big thing so if you're using all grain like we're talking about all grain right now so if you're using all grain um could with, with the malt extract, you don't need this mash tun stuff. So we're just going to, mash tuns, the uh, sorry to slur my words here. Those goddamn <laughs> um, the malt, malt, extract, the malt <laughs> extract is really easy to do. We won't need to focus on that really today. What we're focusing more on is if you're going to do all grain. So, all grain, you're going to need more equipment, obviously. Um, you're going to want to get a, yourself a strainer. So, how I described our mash tun, from episode one is that we'd have these little plates at the bottom and you would create um, like a grain bed. So you'd have a strainer at the bottom of that so that none of the grain would get in the way of the spigot or the like the little uh, valve there. Cause you don't want to clog that up because it would just take forever to uh, transfer your wort into the, uh, into the kettle. So you get a strainer and that'll just help create a grain bed and it allows the work to pass through um another thing you can do what do they call it now i remember seeing a little show about it at a beer show and oh, what is it, called? it took away the idea of rice hulls so the thing with rice hulls is um it's it's another little piece of grain that we add to uh the, the, the mash tun when we're mixing the beer up what rice hulls they create channels through the mash tun like where all the grain would be uh, so the water can pass through easier so there's a path for it, like kind of like a highway um, so it's, it's not a slow transfer but if you have this bag you don't need r- r- rice hulls at all and it's a big enough bag for home brewing uh, so it kind of acts as a filter and all you need to do is just wash it a little bit and clean it and it's awesome like you never have a sticky mash um, you never have uh, any problems. You don't need to buy a whole bunch of like uh, enzymes or rice hulls or anything like that. It's it's actually a pretty cheap and efficient way to uh, to brew. So if you're home brewing and you're planning on doing old grain, look into this bag. I forget what it's called. I think it's like homebrew mash bag
0: or something like that. I forget, but definitely look into that. It's pretty awesome. And, and that makes your life considerably more easy, right? When home brewing. Oh, big time. Big yeah.
3: time. And it's time efficient. Uh, a lot less frustration. Two big things that are pain in the ass about homebrewing is you get frustrated pretty easily when things aren't going right and uh, it, it, the cleaning. The cleaning is a pretty big pain
0: in the ass too but if you have good company and you a lot of beers then it kind of goes by. Or you're time playing a podcast in the <laughs> background.
3: Yeah, that's you. That's too and you're laughing and have a good time. Um, my buddy Mike Lewis, three, three ranges. He's always playing podcasts when
2: he's brewing beer. Has he now? Has he listened to? Has he listened to ours?
3: I don't know. I don't, I kind of don't want him to listen to mine because, like, I would say I listen to every other episode except for my show because
0: I'm an idiot. A <laughs> C, hey, hey, you know, we name drop you all the time, so. Oh, thanks, man. He'll thanks. put the lines. He'll he'll connect the dots. Okay, here here's a question. Just to be off topic just for a second. We'll get back to the steps in a sec, but. Yeah. What should a homebrew realistically cost you? A homebrew itself, right? Man, like it all depends. Like, it, so if you're doing a malt extract, a kit could cost you anywhere from fifteen to maybe fifty bucks. Hey, Are you saying fifteen? Like one One uh, dollar? Like fifteen dollars? Like after fourteen, but before sixteen?
3: Yeah, one five, one five dollars. So Took fifty true. bucks. 50, 50, yeah. Like
2: 5-0. And like... I swear you're going to say like 1,500. Yeah, 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 yeah. 50... No, no, <laughs> I
3: was no, no, like, no, 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 wow, no, I mean, you like, well, oh, wow. we so popular is because people want to brew their own beer because it's cheap. You, you buy your equipment. That's what's going to cost you money. But well,
0: that's what we're talking about. Pay off. Okay, so so if if we're not quite beginners but not quite, you know, semi-pro, what kind of money are we looking to spend on good equipment and... Easy to clean, or like, like, what, like uh, maybe not necessarily a kit, but what if we were to do it all from scratch, or we wanted a slightly if more you're advanced. Doing pipe? All grain, uh, and you're milling your own grain.
3: Grain mills can cost you quite a bit of money, um, and then not to mention all this. Like, so, if you're gonna buy a bunch of stuff from scratch, you're gonna be buying yourself a uh, stock pot with a thermometer on it. Uh, those aren't too hard to find, but I think those cost. Um, quite a bit of money um you can buy it from like a restaurant supply store uh john would have all the ideas of all the knowledge about that that's for sure um i have no idea how much those would cost i'm guessing probably around like 30 bucks john
2: oh the stock pots
0: uh those are kind of expensive yeah they're big a lot of a lot of metal so ac like 50 po- give bucks us an plus. idea like your home brewing kit if you had a value on that I mean, obviously, it's priceless, but realistically, like, if, if someone was to come in and say, I want to buy your exact setup, what would it run? Probably 200 bucks. God go. damn it. I feel like I'm getting ripped off here. I feel like we could be doing this in <laughs> um, the Billy Shearer well, studio. Okay, so I don't have a homebrew kit with me.
3: Uh, it's at home. It's all kind of, like, it's, it's just in pieces. It's not a really good one. Like, I'm just borrowing a bunch of stuff from my dad. But, like... I, if you're just starting out, like you want to get little starter stuff, so you're going to get yourself, um, uh, what's that one thing called? It's uh, a propane gas burner. You get one of those, you get your propane. Uh, those propane gas burners are awesome. That way you can also boil your wort outside and just like have a barbecue at the same time so you're eating, drinking, and also brewing beer, which is pretty fun. Um, so propane gas burner, I have no idea how much those cost. I just used it at the... Jasper brewing Company. They say you buy one carboy, the is probably gonna cost you about 50 bucks. But if you go plastic, that'll be almost free. It's not hard to find a plastic bucket that's a 19 liter or five gallon one. Right. Um, You wanna get yourself a hydrometer. I think hydrometers cost about, um, probably around 15 or 20 bucks. Maybe around 15, 15 or 10 probably. Uh, Refractometer, those cost $50. That's gonna tell you what your potential alcohol is, but hydrometer would be a little bit cheaper. That's for sure. Uh, you're gonna want yourself a thermometer, a digital thermometer. Those are really handy. Um, you can just buy those like at any kitchenware store, like any entire home hardware, whatever. I think those can most expensive like ten bucks. And then you have chemicals. Um, so you have sanitizer. You have iodine test kit. Um, you get other little um, equipments like you get some uh tubing your racking cane jet bottle washer the bottle brush uh, bottle tree so it's kind of like i'm sure everyone's seen it at one point it's like a red or colored weird plastic towering thing and you put bottles upside down on it yeah, and yeah. it kind of looks like a bottle tree So the important thing about that is that you clean the bottle and then you hang it upside down so it can drain but it's also not being contaminated or that dust isn't falling into it so that's uh, definitely a necessity. Um, Actually mentioning that too, this is where you decide if you want to be a bottler for homebrew or you want to be a kegger for homebrew because you can get kegs and you can homebrew your beer and then put it into a keg or you can bottle. I, for one, hate bottling. Um, you, it takes a lot of room. You have to clean all those bottles, and you have to cap all those bottles. If you can collect swing top bottles, like Grosch, where
0: you have little porcelain metal swing top, you know what I'm talking about there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everyone knows what you're talking about. You're talking. There I've, you go. That's perfect. the only reason anybody right, drinks the Grosch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty gross. Yeah. I remember just drinking a whole crap load of them just because I wanted some extra... brewing bottles yeah Um, or you can get a bottle capper so a capper won't cost you too much money i think they're like 15 bucks if you bought like i'm pretty sure you could buy like a brewing kit like a a equipment package where it gives you the basic necessities Mm -hmm. and all it'll give you a bottling tree it'll give you a capper it'll give you the cleaner all that kind of stuff and i'll probably run you like 100 bucks or 75 or something like that um (laughs) grain mills are going to cost you 100 dollars plus That's where you grain, you you mill your own grain. If I had the access to a a brewery, I would talk to the brewers and see if I could just mill my grain there and order my grain through them because they could get it cheaper and just be like, hey, I'll pick up my grain from you guys when you guys get it in. I'll store it at my place and then whenever you you get milled or if you want to mill it all there one day when they're not too busy, do that too. Um, Just, uh, it's all about having those connections and talking to guys and
0: Friends, especially now, burgers, burgers having friends how much how much are you really milling like what at one time for brew like, is it enough that it would be wise to get to get your own mill or and can you use a coffee grinder like would that not work as well uh, the coffee grinder wouldn't be too great because you'd be grinding the grain too fine. Okay.
3: Um, that's the thing with the grain mill is that you can have different settings for how fine or coarse you want the grain. Um, so that, and does per, that differentiate? A uh, 19 liter batch, you're going anywhere from around 4 kilograms of grain to around, depending on how strong you're making your beer, maybe 7 kilograms. Seems like a lot. Uh, it's not too much considering like when I was brewing with Jasper, we'd be brewing with like anywhere from 160 kilograms to 210. Jeez. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, so it's not too much grain. Like, I remember when we, like, you, you make your recipe and then you put it through the grain mill and then you're done. It's just like, you wait, honestly, you know, a minute and a half and it's already milled that six kilograms of grain. So it's like, oh, sweet, all right, and now you get started. Okay, all right. Um, yeah yeah so there's lots of little things about um, you know what you might need all that kind of stuff Um, and if you're home brewing make sure you have a good notebook and you're recording everything you do how long it takes uh, for each step um, how much you know beer you're producing uh, what kind of beer you're doing if you add any different ingredients to it everything how long you boiled the water for where you got the water because there'll be so many different variables and you want to try to be consistent as possible
0: AC
2: AC All
0: alright so other than a notebook what other steps are going to be valuable for that home brewer um steps just cleanliness um making sure that you're cleaning
3: everything as much as possible um You know, you don't want any contamination because if you contaminate one of your pieces of equipment, you're going to be hooped. So make sure you're cleaning your your stock pot, your buckets, because those buckets are going to be your fermenters. So they're going to be in contact with the yeast. Um, When you're transferring uh, from your bucket, the fermenter into the bottles, make sure all the bottles are clean inside and out. Uh, make sure that the tubing that you're transferring so you're going to be siphoning eventually you're going to be siphoning out of the bucket into the bottles so the beer is going to be flowing in that hose so we want to make sure that hose is sanitized as well cleaned and sanitized so one question um, though before, um, before and after as well what's up
2: some of these people here probably won't have the ability to have hoses so you think they should be It might be just pouring from bucket to bucket
3: um. Well, uh, no, you, you. Well, I don't. I don't mean like a hose. Hose. Like like the big hose that we had there, John. I mean like. No.
2: No. But the, like, I just mean realistically, not everyone's gonna have a hose. Hose. Right. So like, like a, a little hose to from bucket to bucket. You know what I mean. Well, so you're gonna, you're
3: gonna need that for homebrewing for sure. Okay, that's you a. nice like, one. Like, like, those those small clear tubes. What are they like? A couple of mils. Yeah. In between. Okay. Yeah. You should be able to pick that up at almost any hardware store, and you need that. That's that's pretty vital for uh, for homebrewing. It makes your life a lot easier. Okay. Especially when you're, especially when you're transferring your beer over. Um, like I don't want to get into the process too much because a lot of it is very simple. No, not simple. A lot of it's very uh, similar to actually brewing. It's just on a smaller scale. So you you, you mash in. You know you, sorry, you grain. you green. You you. you you mill your grain, you mash in, so you grab your grain and your hot water, you put it together and you stir for like five, 10 minutes. You make sure that it gets that good consistency. You get around the whatever liters you want. Um, when I was brewing with Jasper, we usually did a three to one ratio. So three parts water, one part grain. So say I put uh, six kilograms of grain in, I would have 18 liters of beer. That's right, 18 liters of water. Um, so that's what you're kind of going for. And then you mark, out your, mark off your volume and make sure you're marking off how much water you put in and how, what the temperature of the water is too, because that'll change everything. You're going to want a, a consistent temperature or, or whatever the recipe will call for. Um, oh, I almost forgot to mention another really good recipe making um, uh, app. I don't think it's really an app, but it's a, um, a program. There we go. Uh, it's called Beer Smith. And that's what I've designed a lot of my recipes for Jasper Brand Company on, and that was super super helpful. So if you get a chance, it's only like I think it's like twenty five bucks or twenty eight bucks, definitely under thirty dollars. So it's very affordable, and definitely makes making recipes a lot
2: easier. So is this so online or it's, or it's an app for, from your phone?
3: Um, it's you can get one on the phone, but I don't think it's that good. I would say get it on your computer. Okay. Um, it's a lot easier to control and manage, and really get in depth to. And you can also look up other recipes from around the world. Anybody who has that program can input recipes, and then you can look at those and download them onto yours, and then you can edit them as well. So if you don't want to use very cool, um, I don't know, crystal light malt, uh, you can use <laughs> uh, <laughs> crystal light. I don't know. Uh, you can use best pills and malts you know you can change everything up if you want to or change the degree of the how dark the malt is so if you don't want to use uh, a darker malt you can use a lighter malt and go through that as well okay. you can do like set a little edits to it and that's really handy uh, a good app for homebrewing is called uh, homebrew <laughs> and it's actually one of the top apps when you type in homebrewing uh, there's over a hundred thousand downloads it's got a 4.4 4 rating to it um i haven't used this personally but i have a, a lot of friends that talk about it and they really like it um and it's free to download as well and you also go on their site it's homebrewtalk.com so you can always check those guys out um yeah yeah so uh so when you're when you're again it's very simple it's very similar to brewing actual beer so after you're done mashing in you're stirring it up then you let it sit for a while you know that's the mash rest and then after the mash rest you go to it and you start through the recirculation process so you're opening the valve ever so slightly and letting the wort run into one of the jugs so you, you, you would have some jugs or you would have um you know some kind of hose system with that siphon that kind of siphoning hose that i was talking about before and you just have it going back in and it will just be a cycle and it would be, it'll be, it'll be recirculating after a while once it clears up then you would start your sparge so then you would start putting hot water into your mash tun adding to the volume and your main goal for your stock pot that you're you know is pretty much your kettle we will say it um, you're transferring the wort from the mash tun into the stock pot you're going to be you're, you're aiming for 19 liters again. So you, you started, you, that's, that's how much you want in the end is you want your 19 liters. So what I usually do is I go 20 liters because I'm um, going uh, in account for boiling off. So I'll lose some volume from the boiling and then I'll just keep adding to that guy until I get to the 20 liters and I'll let it boil uh, for usually uh, 16 minutes because it's a smaller batch. And then I'll add hops or whatever kind of spices I'm adding to it and then once it's cool it down so this is where it's different than brewing is that you'll have copper tubing that's what I used or you could have a hose like an actual garden hose and you put that in the stock pot so after after you turn off the propane burner make sure that it's turned off uh, you'll put this uh cool uh, you know copper tubing or this hose burn hose into the actual pot and you'll turn cold water on so it'll be coming out of the tap you'll have an end hooked up to the tap system and it'll cool it down and that cools it down really fast because copper is a really good conductor so it takes the uh, the cold from the cold water and it really cools down that wort really really fast and so you'll get down to your um, transferring temperature to put it into the fermenter which should be your bucket or your carboy and then um, after that you'll seal it up and oh sorry add your yeast and you seal it up and it's good to go for oh geez a, a week
0: to 15 days all depends and then after that kind of time period what, what changes or how much does it change?
3: Uh, it can change quite considerably um, I would recommend if you have a sample valve at the bottom so like just like a regular like you know, again, kind of like a Gatorade tap hooked up. Yeah. So you can buy little um, black spigots, and you can put them in your uh, plastic buckets. So you, like, open it up a little bit, and then you get, like, a little bit of the, the beer coming out of the fermenter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can taste that, see how it goes. You do your little tests. You can run out, like, what the, uh, the potential alcohol is for it. You know, use your hydrometer. See if it's bottoming out yet. Make your recordings, what, what the temperature is. Um, what's the sugar density? what's the ph if you have a ph test strip um, or a ph meter reader that'll be a bit more expensive um and again it's just like brew you're just going to be monitoring seeing what's what's changing everything like that um what happens a lot is either the yeast could die or it's not activated so you might just add a bit more yeast to it maybe you didn't put enough yeast in So all you do is you add the yeast, you stir it up again. That kind of gives the yeast a little bit of a jolt and then hopefully they start eating the sugar. Um, Again, if you go online, uh, if you think something's up with your beer, it gives you a different flavor or you don't think it's working or something like that. You can always go online. Like it's it's the magic of the internet right now uh, that really helps you out with what's going on. Like if you're tasting this taste, you don't think that's right that'll actually explain exactly what's going on with your beer. Um, I forget what it is, but like if you get a sour apple flavor, chances are it's infected. Um, and the a certain type of bacteria got in there and it'll tell you how that happened. So that's very informative to let you know. So I was like, okay, well I did this wrong. I can really make a point to not do that again. So, um, but yeah, you just want to test it out, taste it after, Uh, That once it bottoms out then you can start transferring it into your bottles or you can start putting it into a keg. Now with the bottles you just put it straight into the bottles and then you're fine but if we're doing um, uh, a malt extract this is where it gets fun and interesting. Uh, You'll add a little bit of priming sugar into each bottle. You don't want to put too much in because what will happen is that yeast will consume that sugar in the priming bottle as well and then explode. But if you don't do enough, then it won't give you enough carbonation. So this is where it's fun where you have some grenades in your basement possibly.
0: So really quickly for, for those named Dave who are starting their home brewer, be very cautious and follow this very closely.
2: Where is Dave? I think we need Dave here for this one. We should you know have what? had him.
0: This was this was actually something that would have like been huge. good if Dave, Dave could ask all the questions. Then I could just kind of
3: help it out because I'm kind of speaking of my head, which I'm just you know I know what's going on already. You guys aren't really, you know, no offense, but you guys aren't really homebrewing yet, so you don't really know what you
0: guys are asking. You don't know. You don't know what my bathtub looks like.
2: <laughs> don't forget, man. Josh Cool Kirk just moved back to Ontario. I have some things up my yeah. sleeves. But I'm not gonna just spill the beans yet. Anthony's looking at me like you're fucking crazy. What do you have up your sleeve, you crazy little bastard? That's how I normally look at you. <laughs> you, you always have <laughs> something up your sleeve, John. But let me see your sleeves, John. I mean, I'm wearing Anthony's sweater. That's your sweater. That's not my sweater. <laughs> he gave the sweater to me as a gift.
0: <laughs> it is a gift because you look cold. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. We're we're way way okay. Okay, sorry. So go back. So you need to put a certain amount of this type of sugar in there. You look forward to some grenades. Give give me the breakdown again. Alright. So this is for um all
3: uh, sorry, this is for the malt extract one. So this one we buy the beer kit itself, it's kind of the syrup. Um once that's ready to go, uh which will take about a week or ten days or whatever, um you'll start transferring that into the bottles so you'll get your bottles all lined up and it all depends honestly how much sugar you add to each one and they, they, they call it burr sugar it's a little bit more fine than say like rogers table sugar or whatever like that so it's just easier to be consumed by the yeast so that's the that's the big benefit it's just easier to be consumed and dissolved so if you're getting a big leader like a howler um the big swing top bottles I think they're around a liter or if you get like the gross size that's where it's gonna go different for how much sugar you add so usually what I would do is I would take a teaspoon they're really 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 small teaspoon ones and I would just put one of them like not even a whole one of those guys just maybe a little bit uh from that guy up. I'm trying to think of exactly how much I would put in there um the really small like kind of baby spoon ones probably just a little bit over the lip of it and i dump that into the big ones the big ones if it's a gross sized one maybe half of what the spoon is because if you put more than that you're, it's going to explode for
0: sure now when these beers explode I, I, I'm imagining like a, a scene from a movie like is it top flies off everything spills out kind of mess uh, right? no not, real, not, not
3: not for uh, swing tops because those guys are pretty heavy duty so the okay. top won't pull off what will happen is the, the actual bottle will explode whoa so glass shrapnel in your, in your, in exactly. your face so, exactly so exactly so definitely give those to, to people well you don't is like just like a cardboard box kind of in there as well so and a, and a big thing with all these homebrew stuff is you want to keep your product in a cool and dark place so it's not being affected by light or heat or anything like that right so don't store your fermenter next to a register Keeping or your a jungle water, water heater tank or something like that right so um but yeah put some kind of covering over it so if it does explode it's not gonna make the
0: biggest mess in the world and in that case should you bottle in plastic or would you still stick with glass? I'd stick with glass? Is plastic, like yeah, plastic, um, yeah. just like a cost-effective measure, or is it just does it is it worthwhile? Plastic is at all? cost-effective. What's that? Um, I said
3: plastic is cost-effective for sure. Like it, it's definitely cheaper. Like I, I've definitely seen people brew into like two-liter pop bottles. Now, there's no judgment there. It's just cheaper and you know less of a pain in the butt because What's we- it blows up. Eh, it blows up, but you know. Whatever, man. It doesn't really matter. You're gonna be pouring it out of the bottle into a glass anyway, because homebrew beer out of the bottle is pretty gross with how much sediment's in there.
1: Yeah.
2: This is something I've noticed. Uh, I had a friend who was who also did home brewing himself, and what he did was every time he threw a party, everyone who had like the press top beers, he would keep those uh-huh. bottles, and he'd go through the labor of manually washing them out, and then he had a bottler, yeah. and then he would just keep the bottles and then just yeah. re. Re-buy uh, the caps and just pop the caps back on them for his home brews.
0: Yeah, Dave actually came by and stole some stuff from my uh, my uh, recycled bin of all the, all the stuff that all the uh, pop tops. Yeah, Kevin. Okay, all right, AC. What else do we need to know? Cause I got some questions.
3: Yeah, you know, I, and and that's a good thing. Uh, you can also go to some like bottle people, I'm sure, and just ask them if they if they could just hold on to the swim swing tops, or that could also be a good thing, but. Definitely talk to your buddies and just be like, "Hey, just hold on to these talks Like these are what they look like. Hold on to hold on to them for me if you can." That's
0: a great way to do it. Because who really wants to buy and drink grosh all the time, right? Yeah. Well, um, Dave's Dave's Dave is getting into home brewing, and his birthday just passed, so I might have to buy him a sixer of grosh just so he can have six bottles to put his home brew into. a bottle of Corona. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, Corona would be the other option. You know what I really want to do is I want to make him a cool label that he can print off and put on his bottles.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, with bottling, just make sure that you're when you're bottling your beer, you overflow a little bit because that will give you enough headspace. So, like, you're going to put your tube practically all the way down to the bottom of the bottle. Right. You're going to fill it up. You're going to fill it up, and it's going to overflow. As you pull that hose out, obviously the volume will go down. Uh, and then that'll be your headspace
0: you know what they, um, they do the that at Orange in. Snail at Orange Snail when they fill up the, the growler um, they do that and I never understood why I was like you're wasting all this delicious glorious beer but now that you say that <laughs> it makes me happy to know that that's what they do mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you to no, meet, no. meet them
3: Oh, man, I can't wait to swing by. Like, every time we do the beer-cation, I'm just like, oh, this
0: is going to be... This I be can't wait to have you in the studio. Be Soon, man. You know what? They, they, they had to cancel on me again, but like they are so busy. I, I, I feel for them because every time I go, into, go in to see them, they're like, I know. I'm like, I know. Don't worry. it's fine. I just want to pick up beer. I'm not going to harass you about coming on the podcast, but you guys will come on. They're like, yes, we just got to make some time. It's going to happen at some point.
2: But I want pizza or
0: something Yeah It's like we got pizza (laughs) Although I got I got some feedback Saying that Someone listened to The Going Deep episode That Kyle and I recorded Where we're chewing down A pizza And They're like All we could hear was You chewing I was like Man you don't know How hungry I was I was really (laughs) hungry I needed to Anyway Anyways Alright AC anything else We need to know well, well, I just um, I'm just
3: like I'm kind of using my book here as a reference guide just to see if I I miss anything because it's been a while since I've you know homebrewed from scratch. Um, it's saying here actually, it, when when you're done with your finished product of the beer, like before you bottle it, if you add the priming sugar right into your fermenter, uh, like the carboy or the bucket, so um, that you could put the, the cup uh, sorry the you can put the sugar right into it. So 85 grams. Of sugar in a, in two cups, um, so 2 you know, mils of water. Bring it to boil, then cool it down, and then you just put it in and stir it up. So you're laughing. So that keeps it a consistent priming level.
0: Oh, uh, that I mean? that seems like it's actually probably easier than the other way around.
3: I think so too. Yeah, because that, that's the way I do it. Is I would just like I would take the little teaspoon kind of thing and like slowly dump a little bit of priming sugar into the bottle mouth, the mouth of the bottle there, and. It was always such a mess. And I'm like, oh, I think that's enough. Hopefully that's enough. Hopefully that's not too much. And then, you know, a week later, boom! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so, so
0: you hear know, some that's fireworks. A, that's,
3: that's a nice surprise. Uh, <coughs> uh, definitely a, free, a big rule to uh, brew any type of homebrewing is you must be drinking at all times. Oh, good to know. You must you must always have a beer That's, uh, that's, you know, that's just good karma. It's good beer karma. Yeah, very important. It's kind, of like, it's kind of like when you're talking to your flowers, you know, like if you're gardening and stuff, you're talking to the plants. It's very similar. You know, you're drinking beer and like,
0: oh, hi, beer. You know, like you're going you're, you're to be the best
3: beer ever. You're going to be the best lager and you're going to make everybody happy. And I'm going to have more friends. And I'm like, yeah, no, totally, it's going to be better.
0: I, I totally agree with that. Talking to your beer, I have no idea what a flower is. I don't know Hops Hops is a flower Is it? Is it? And uh Ju- Ju- Juniper Virgin Uh Ju- junipers. Juniperps?
2: Juniper's a like Juniper Juniper Juniper
3: Juniper
0: Juniper's a berry
3: Yeah uh, they, okay. do, they do have flowers In the plants
0: though And hop is actually In the cannabis like, What? Say what? Okay Yeah Alright yeah. So, yeah. right. so Chulupacabra Cobra 2 I need to know Is there anything else? Cause I got some Motherfucking questions <laughs> um. Not really. Uh, I'm just going over the book again, just to make sure that I'm not missing anything
3: huge. Um, all green is the tricky stuff. Um, if you have any questions, like you know, posted on the page, I'll try to do my research and help you out. Or if I know it, I'll just do that. I wish there was a way we could get callers in. That'd be so much easier. But you know, podcasts are
0: Well, we we first have to get people minute. to listen to the show, and then we can get then we can get some callers. <laughs> Okay. Um, so or, you know, or just look online. Um, there's
3: there's so many tutorials. Like I I even looked up a tutorial of like how to make mead, I've been wanting to make mead for a long time. So honey wine, and it's a little bit different, but it's actually very very simple to do. First step: um, find beed. Green is the stuff for brewing beer. Um, the Easy stuff is malt extracts. So if you've never brewed beer before, malt extract it up. Um, if you're if you. Yeah, and then once you get uh you know accustomed to that and you want to dive a little bit deeper in the rabbit hole i can jump right on all green you know you get the time you get you have the patience you have the understanding you have the knowledge of beer um and you know what all green just tastes better and it's more fun uh it's, it, it makes you makes you feel like an actual brewer just on a really small scale so check it out homebrewing is taking off it's huge 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 and fun fact jimmy carter Made homebrewing legal in the states. I think it was 1986. Can you oh.
2: believe that? Jimmy Carter. At least you go for something, Jimmy. Yeah. After the Reagan babies, eh? The Reagan era.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, like to believe that homebrewing was illegal
1: that long. That was insane. That that sounds actually fairly Jimmy Carter make, making making homebrewing legal and
3: letting the uh, the draft dodgers back into the states. <laughs> what a
0: guy. What a guy. Too much Americana. Okay. So, what are some... I love you guys. You're my, you're my number one demographic. Yeah. Do, you, you, do, you, do you guys figure out how to say the, the city that you, you, you guys are most famous in? We did, but I forgot. Like, Pickaway or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Piskaway. Pisk Yo, AC, you haven't heard it yet because you're way too far back in the podcast library, but John and Jesse released a podcast. In the first day, we had 101 downloads on their one podcast alone, and 62 of them came out of Pickaway, New Jersey. you are holding down, man. The deep peers. That's it. <laughs> it's deep preets. Okay, listen. <laughs> deep preets. If you have any questions about homebrewing, Snapchat Aaron Chalupa at Chalupacabra2 at Snapchat or send him a picture of your dick. He likes either one. If not, reach him on a Facebook I want, I want to correct you that you have my
3: Snapchat wrong, but whenever you tell me about dick pics, I don't want
0: to tell you what my actual Snapchat is then. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was uh, Cooper Libra 2. That's not right?
3: <laughs> it's, it's Chalupa Cobra
0: uh, 5 is my five? Snapchat. Who, 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 who five. have been saying all those dick pics to then? <laughs> God damn it. I have no idea. <laughs> I just get these happy faces back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so that's Chalupa Copper Five. All right, and then my Instagram is Chalupa Fifty Two.
0: Man, why not just streamline, do it all the same? Because I couldn't. I couldn't pick the same number. Ugh, you disgust I don't know. I don't know. All right, so I what? Don't know. I don't know. What I are I wanted Chalupa Copper Five
3: from Instagram, but it was already picked, so I had to go with my hockey number.
0: How is that even possible? Who else has that name?
3: I don't know, another
0: Mexican with a name Chalupa. All right, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Taco Bell. Not for long. To- Donald Trump 2016, baby. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> oh, thank you all in Canada. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, so, what are some common mistakes that a home brewer might make? Uh,
3: cutting too many corners. Not taking it seriously. Just... Oh, that'll be fine. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's 65 degrees Celsius. It, you know, instead of 68, that's not a big deal. That is a big deal. Um, not enough cleanliness, you know, you're not cleaning your stuff uh, properly. You know, you need to clean your caps for the bottling. You need to clean the bottles. Um, pretty much anything the beer is going to touch, you're going to need to clean. Or, you know, the water, anything, anything the product will touch, you need to clean for sure. Okay. Um, not taking good enough notes is another big thing. Like, you'll take these light notes, um, nothing too intense, you know, like, oh, start brewing this time, brew's done this time. Like, it's like, no, no, you need to record every little thing down. So, um, yeah, like, it'll, it'll let you know what you need to record. How, like, that's the thing is that you want to record how long it takes you to do it. And then, like, once you've done it, like, five times, you'll see your time, your efficiency getting a lot better, um, you know, like... Uh, how long it took you from doing this, to that? Why did it take you less time doing this stage? You know, like those, those are some big things for sure. Not drinking enough beer when you're home
0: brewing—that's a big oh, problem. Definitely a factor. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. What else do I want to know? When, when brewing how do you recommend adding things into your mash like if i want to add like a cinnamon flavor i threw some cinnamon sticks in there is that, is that recommended or is that something you might not recommend for home brewers
3: i could say yeah i definitely do that you know like uh, like that that um that it depends on when you want to do it like the mash you're not going to really get that much flavor out of it. Uh, it's more of the kettle stage that you want to do it because it's boiling, right? So that's when it's kind of like soup. Okay. So like whatever you add, whatever you add at the beginning of the boil, you're going to taste to the end when you're sipping your beer. And whatever you add the end of the boil, you're going to taste the beginning with your beer. Okay. Um, that kind of goes that goes back to our episode one. So you can do that um, because it's boiling and it's sanitized like you throw anything in there it's going to be clean right you know it's going to boil out it's going to boil out any possible germs or contaminants right so if you wanted to add spruce tips from a spruce tree if you wanted to add um, you know any kind of fruit flavoring um, cinnamon sticks like like you said anything like that you would add it in the kettle part Um, if you add it afterwards you're going to want to make sure it's clean uh, like in the fermenting process so if you add anything to be like dry hopped as we would say um, after the kettle stage and it's in the fermenter and just sitting there fermenting you could add a bunch of different things for sure like go right ahead just make sure you go through the process that you do your research online and see what you need to do Um, a good way to do it which is a a way that that a lot of cooks will do their um, their extracts as well is vodka with whatever you want to get the extract out of oh interesting. Uh, if, I'm, if i'm correct there john right yeah yeah so like if you wanted cinnamon flavoring you'd add however many cinnamon sticks with the vodka and then over time the vodka would absorb all that flavoring and you just put that in because the vodka is a disinfectant already and you can just dump that in and it'll affect the alcohol a little bit but not too
0: intense because of the volume size right <laughs> Sorry, Aaron and John. So, I, I don't mean to laugh, but that just reminded me of, of a story of when I was in Cuba, and I met these dudes from Calgary, and we were at, we were at a resort, and these guys were super loaded, and they were jumping off all these things into the pool, and this guy jumped off a bridge into the kiddie pool and smashed his nose. His nose was. Uh just busted like his nose took a sharp left turn and it was like cut up Shit. and it was like two in the morning so we, we I'm like oh I know you we, we gotta pour tequila on it to help disinfect it from the pool cause pe- kids pee in the pool <laughs> so we pour tequila on his eyes and everything and then the bartender's like what are you doing and I'm like you're supposed to pour tequila i like no we are supposed to pour vodka on it so we pour vodka on it and then the vodka went in his eyes oh and the doctor went to, to say, oh oh man yeah anyways sorry yeah well listen that's what you get for doing a dive into a kitty pool <laughs> No kidding. Yeah, everyone knows you um, cannonball into kiddie pools. Fucking right? <laughs> Fair enough. So, Dave, you living. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways. Okay. So, listen, AC, we're reaching we're over our hour mark, but um is there any other key points we should talk about? in the home like any other tips you can maybe put out there for anybody we will have follow up questions and we will we'll probably do a follow up podcast on it as well but is there something else you want to add to it just um, to maybe kind of round out the the home brewing episode of beercation episode 5
3: uh, start simple um, take it small baby steps don't get overwhelmed the more the more complicated you're going to make it like Oh, I want to make myself a double IPA cherry curry. You're just going to come out disappointed. Uh, Start small, baby steps. Work your way up to the big leagues. You know, it's actually no shame in that. And have fun. Have fun with it. Invite your friends to come over. Like, you know, Dan. uh, You know, like, invite all your buddies over. Talk about sports. Have some beers. Play some music. Have fun try to pay
0: attention to what you're doing <laughs> okay. uh, don't don't forget that you know the take know, the, the,
3: the malt extracts on the stove you know in the water diluting you know don't let them boil over but yeah like anthony i think this would be a great thing for you and the legends to do or maybe if i come down we can
0: do a, a homebrew batch. In Yo, the that would be, that. be unreal. Yes. Yeah, that would be insane. So, <laughs> Dave, Dave, uh, I don't know if, if I've ever told you this. No, Dave, not Dan. My, my mistake. No worries. Dave and Dan. Um, Dave lives only three houses away. He's setting up his home brew shortly. That was one of the things he, he bought with his, uh, he wanted for his birthday, so he bought one for his birthday. And uh, his Fair birthday, enough. so he, he's putting together a home brewing kit. If we do a limited batch of not after thirty brews, that might change the the whole goddamn place. We we if we have our own vintage, yeah. I'd be very impressed.
3: Yeah, no kidding. But no, I think I think it'd be a great thing. Like for you guys to do that uh, would be unreal. Um, yeah. Uh, and like another another thing, we're gonna be spending between fifteen dollars one five dollars and fifty dollars on, on a malt extract kit <laughs> start small buy the buy the equipment you'll need for that after that start buying acquiring more kits you know more more equipment for all grain that's how you do it it's like all right i'm not at all grain yet but you know i have money for my last paycheck i'm going to buy this these equipment do my research on it before you know like all that kind of stuff and then buy that over time by the time that you buy however many pieces of equipment you need for all grain, then
0: you'll be ready for it and that's a good way to kind of like take your time you know that's Um, great advice um, that's great you know it's
3: kind of like those tv infomercials uh, tv infomercials you know 10 easy payments of (laughs) 29.95 you know yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah start small plastic buckets um you know bottle racks cappers bottles save all that kind of stuff even if you're just drinking Regular 330 mil bottles by the cappers, by the caps, collect those beer bottles. You're laughing. Like, it's going to be so cost efficient. You make what is it, 20 liters of beer, and it costs you for your first batch with equipment and then um, uh, the buying the, the, the beer kit. It's going to cost you maybe $100 for your first batch. Your second batch, they'll cost you whatever the kit costs.
0: Yeah, next to nothing. You know
3: yeah exactly and so you're getting 20 liters of beer for 25 bucks 30 bucks you know you're laughing so it is very cost efficient and the more you do it the better you get at it like like sex I guess John you
0: know? this is what I'm thinking maybe not
3: maybe not me maybe not me maybe Greta yeah she, she's she's the sex expert she is I'm just the beer guy she's a
0: sexpert <laughs> this is what I'm thinking John. I'm the, I'm the beer guy I'm the guy that gets you drunk enough that you think you're good at sex ah there you go. okay so I'm thinking we get Cato Grady to design the label. We get Aaron to to mash up the uh the recipe. recipe. Yep. We're gonna put everything together, we're gonna make sure all the shapes fit into the holes, and we're gonna make it and then we're gonna we're gonna probably drink that prior to the nine for thirty field trip to Steam Whistle.
2: That's a great but terrible
0: idea. I think it's I think you know what, I, I think it's a win win win. It's three wins. Is three wins. Cheers to Shears Beers. Oh, I mean, holy shit. shit! AC, you just <laughs> you just maybe invented something amazing. Shears Beers. I,
3: I always thought I had an act for marketing, but you know, I just, they, they never liked my, my beer name Shears
0: ideas. So Cheers, out. to Shears Beers. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Drink. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> you, not the thirty drinking game. <laughs> Fucking bottoms up. Okay. Anything else? Let's put it all on the table because we gotta finish strong. You can't beat that. No,
3: that's that's everything. I've already kind of <laughs> gave my final words. All right, cheers.
2: Cheers, cheers. Do you have anything else? To say? Um, I know. I, I'm listen, kinda done. Hey, yeah.
3: listen,
0: this starting ain't our first for, podcast. Starting, starting out slow, but uh, hopefully we came out kind of clear and concise. You know what? The end. This ain't our first podcast. I know. I know. I'm a rambler you're a rambler John's a rambling man there's no way that on. yeah <laughs> alright okay so AC say goodbye to everybody thank you so much for your knowledge I appreciate it greatly
3: hey no worries thank you um, yeah enjoy the longest day of the year man uh, the sun is still bright and sunny I think the sun is up until midnight 30 tonight up here so
0: maybe even one right on. lots of lots of hours it's time, so just keep yeah. drinking <laughs> All right, Johnny. Go want to see about bad the uh, the good people. All right, guys. Rub your nipples gently. <laughs> you you're not. Your sign off is. Your sign off is so perfect for a beer and you didn't even use it.
2: Question thirst and. Whoa, wait, wait. What was it? No, I don't. It's yours. Oh, I don't know. Right. You heard my last one. There we go. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> Rub your nipples gently for. Oh, well, well, that's probably better. <laughs> All right. your nipples and them as
0: hard as you can. <laughs> right, thank Keep your you. thirst quenching, your cup's full. That's it. Well done, Johnny. All right, as always, thank you guys so much for downloading. Any questions, there will be a Facebook feed on this, plus our Twitter account. If you have Twitter, come follow us. I think we're at 20 followers, dude, which uh, is... Nineteen more than I expected. We get. I thought for sure we get Kyle, but then after that, I was like, "Who the hell's gonna follow us?" But we're almost at twenty. We're growing. Our subscriber base on iTunes is insane. Last time I checked, we were at uh, just under hundred. Our SoundCloud is uh, sixty-one. Like, our, we're growing? Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Every oh, we hit. We got into Bangkok. Believe it or not, Going Deep was in Bangkok. So. Boom. Joke's made. I know you guys can put it together. We're all having a laugh. Uh, AC, thank you, as always, for doing the good deed. Thank you for protecting uh, Northern Alberta and keeping those brews coming. Um, John, Denouard, thank, thank you, you for making the trip. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, any questions or concerns, come reach out uh, at to us. Uh, uh, Twitter, uh, NA30 Podcast, at NA30 Podcast on Facebook, NA30 Podcast. John, what's the email? 9 to 30 podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Alright, come find us. Come at us. Come talk some shit. We got Keep adding me Matt to
2: uh, Instagram too. Now. John the Noir <laughs> What?
0: <laughs>
2: Say it again. You guys both talked over each other at the same time. I said keep adding me to Instagram at uh, John John Noir. Yeah.
0: AC, what'd you yell at? I said Matt gets 2, to the others, fourth overall. Nice. Oilers suck.